Welcome to Super Mario Brothers Minute. I'm Emily Emily. I'm Andrew Andrew. This is the show where we watch uh, Mario Brothers movie minute by minute, and we watch the minute the number of times that the minute is. Yeah, so this is minute 12, so we watched it 12 times. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, are you just like fully on board with this now? I'm, I believe I'm tacitly accepting <laughs> of it. I believe my I next, the next time that I'll, uh, I actually, I'll, I'll admit, I had my first break today where yeah. I thought, minute 12. It's too much. This is going to be my breaking point. Yeah. And then um, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. But I, I think maybe at like 30. That's you're my gonna, next breaking gonna, point. What's going to happen is you're going to develop a nice coating of, um, of Mario Stockholm. Okay. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're gonna if the fungus is gonna engrip you. Is 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 engrip a word? E N G R I P. Angel, let me ask you something hmm. that we were gonna get to him with the pre-show, but we didn't. Um, and when I say the pre-show, I mean the stuff that we record but don't actually put on the show. Yeah. Um, if you could have the powers of one member of the Fantastic Four, which one would it be? Um, I actually think it would be um, uh, Sue. Yeah, that's yeah. the way to go, right? Yeah, invisible and force fields. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like that's force pretty fields, great. You can also use to like basically fly because you can put them on your feet and stuff. Yeah, because the flaming flame boy. That's just not convenient. No, Rockman. Well, no, certainly no one wants to be Rockman. Yeah, and then Mister Fantastic. That's just like. Would it be too close to you talking you two to me if we named the four members of the Fantastic Four right now? <laughs> yeah, we got Flame Boy, Rockman, B O I, of course, Sue. <laughs> And uh, Mr. Stretchy Pants. Yeah. He's always on maternity leave. Yeah. Because that's what I think of when I think Stretchy Pants. That's good. It's getting hot already, and I'm just, I've already reached the point where I'm hot to the point of free associating. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is a very quiet minute. Yeah. This um, minute is. It's a very romantic minute. Yeah. Do you, so, in our last episode, we asked our guest, we had a special guest, yeah. um, we, uh, John, we asked him. Uh, or you did at least mm-hmm. D- do you believe in love at first sight that's correct and i'm gonna ask you do you believe in love at first sight because uh, i feel like you asked that question with an answer in your head uh i was gonna do the ringo answer <laughs> um from the beatles song but uh i i, I don't know do you, I, you didn't answer the question either in the last episode i don't know <laughs> yeah it's the same i think it works in movies yeah because in a movie when you're trying to do like shorthand, you don't want to have to. I mean, it takes a little more than one scene yeah. for two people to like connect like that. Yeah. So in a movie, you don't want to have to watch over years and years or weeks and months or whatever, however long it takes for two people to get to the point where, you know, they're like dying for each other. Yeah. Like we see in movies all the time. Yeah. Um, but I think so, more, lots of movies pull it off. Yeah. Because uh, there's a, uh, I think this movie pulls it off. Yeah, I think when a character exudes a certain kind of charm mm-hmm. and a certain kind of, but it's not charm in a way that's overwhelming. Yeah, it's charm in a kind of uh, cute and innocent way. Yeah, which is how I describe uh, Luigi's. Uh, well, let's get into Luigi's behavior in this minute. He, yeah. Um, so the 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 whole of this minute is mm-hmm. um, Daisy comes over to thank them for the thank Luigi for letting her use the phone. And then he sort of stammers his way through inviting her into his van. <laughs> Would you say that's accurate? That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And in fact, she specifically thanks him for giving up the phone because as she picked it up, she heard the message still playing and hung up. Yeah. And for the quarter. Yes. Uh, and uh, I, I think this the, there's parts of their exchange that I think are very interesting. Mm-hmm. 
So I wrote those down. Okay. Luigi asks, are you okay? Yeah. She says, I've got a few problems, but... Yeah. And she said it just kind of like me, where there was no continuation. Yeah. And there was no dropping off. Like... Well, yeah, I know, I know why she did that. Okay. Uh, it makes it, that made a lot of sense to me. Okay. Uh, I really felt for Daisy in this in this scene. Okay. <laughs> so that's one of two, I think, uh, moves that I found really uh, either relatable or enviable. Mm-hmm. Um, in that she's not okay. She's got. Uh, uh, she's I, got a few problems. Well, she's got a few problems, but. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, <laughs> no, I'll finish my thought there. Yeah. Um, she's not okay, but she doesn't want to have that conversation with a stranger. So she's just uh, so she says, "But," thinking like, "But I'm fine." But she's not fine, so mm-hmm. she, so she has nothing to say there. So that's why the sentence ends. All right, all right. That's something I I've done many a time in my life. I will say. Okay. Um, the move that I find very enviable is um, I love this attitude in Daisy, is um, so Luigi says we've got a van, and he says, "I mean, I'm offering you a ride in the van," and he says, "Oh, but it's broken," and she just says, "Well." And then she just turns to walk away. Yeah. Which, like, holy shit, that's a good move, Daisy. <laughs> I, I respect the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. That was the other exchange that I wrote down, where Luigi says, we've got a van. Yeah. And she just says, nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, what do you say to that? Yeah. And then he, he says, oh, I mean, yeah, to give you a ride. Yeah. And the, it's broken. Yeah. Uh, and he's so sad when it's broken. Yeah. Because he's like, fuck, that's my one <laughs> chance with Daisy was to give her a ride in my van. Uh, but then once she has turned around to leave. Turn around. He, he, his last ditch effort is to, gay, is to say, your name's Daisy. Luigi's very creepy in this moment, <laughs> I will say. He's got, I'm going to say he's a little problematic. I will, well, certainly. I will praise John Leguizamo's acting, though, because he is, I would say, simultaneously sort of charming in how nervous he is, mm-hmm. but also very, very creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, when he says, your name's Daisy, and then he does this weird sort of point, and he says, I, I overheard you say that, mm-hmm. his body language can only be described as evil Jack Sparrow. Oh. Yeah. So Okay, so by appending evil to Jack Sparrow, you believe Jack Sparrow is good normally? I believe Jack Sparrow ranges from chaotic good to chaotic neutral. Huh. I believe he's somewhere in between those two. I think maybe this is colored by recent Johnny Depp Well, news, I don't think I Johnny think, Depp is good. I'll certainly say that. I think Jack Sparrow's never been good. Yeah. Like, not. I think you're saying chaotic good. I yeah. think closer to chaotic neutral to just straight-up chaotic evil. Well, you've invested a lot more times in the Pirates of the Caribbean films than I have. Yeah, and the, the, the very long backstory of Jack Sparrow. What I mean is... Uh, I'm so exhausted from with, the novels. With our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there are Jack I mean Sparrow is, novels for young adults. What I mean is, uh, Jack Sparrow. There's a certain type of people, and mm-hmm. I think these are the people that the, the Jack Sparrow films are intended for. Okay. Um, he's he is good or evil. He is charming and likable. Is the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I, I I find I find Luigi's movements in that moment to be a creepy and threatening version of the Jack Sparrow kind of Keith Richards stumbly hmm. wiggling about vibe. All right. I didn't notice that. Okay. I, I did. Um, you talk now. Um, I believe in the last minute uh, that both you and John said that there was no way that that phone conversation could be overheard. And then in this minute, Luigi clearly says, I overheard your name is Daisy. Well, that was the first part as he was still walking towards the car. I stand by my point. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
anyway i stand by because he doesn't mention i can't i keep forgetting his name spaghetti capelli capelli that's that's i'm gonna say that's straight up racist well, calling gonna, him spaghetti i'm gonna say that's in tone with with the mario uh, super mario's history of its portrayal of italian americans oh my goodness you don't have to stoop to their level oh, that's true i'm sorry uh the so as Luigi kind of stammers through, oh, I overheard your name, blah blah. Mario does this thing with the empty water bottle, where he kind of taps it on. Can his I head. also say, by the way, hmm. I I got to as far as spug and didn't realize I was saying spaghetti. That that doesn't help. It, I don't know if it does. I was just putting syllables together, and I apologize okay. genuinely. But Mario does this thing where he taps his empty water bottle on his head, and I yeah. find that that is an action that I have done. Oh yeah. And I, it, it's it, kind of fun to hit your head with an empty water bottle because yeah. it doesn't hurt at all. Yeah, Ma- but you can still get, you can get a good swing in there. Mario is the everyman. Yeah, in this film, it's it it makes more sense than ever that they wanted Tom Hanks for this role. Yeah, to me. Um, shall we discuss? Tom Hanks is not the right body type for Mario, though. He could get there. He's too tall. He. Hmm. Uh, they could do some illusioning. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is like short. They'd figure it out. All right. They'd make they dig a trench that Tom Hanks would have to walk through next to whoever they're going to get for Luigi. Yeah. Still John Leguizamo, I would hope. Yeah, that's true. Luigi has a line. Yeah. Here that is problematic. Um, it might be the same line I'm thinking of. Yeah. So agree. he says, "Oh, I've never heard the name Daisy around here." And he's like, "Oh, except I have in flower shops. Not that I hang around in flower shops." Yeah. Da- uh, Luigi's worried that he'll look gay. I think yeah. is the implication here. And I think there's a an extra layer to this that maybe the mo- movie doesn't realize because the movie was just kind of happening without people putting it together until it happened at the end. In such that, uh, we clearly saw earlier that their apartment is above a flower shop. Yeah. So Luigi, so he, he is in fact the kind of person who hangs around in flower shops. Yeah, maybe not in it, but he's definitely walked by it a yeah. hundred times. Yeah. Uh, and if not, have to gone in to somehow get his uh, uh, super, super. That's that's what they call managers yeah. in New York. Um, that sentence needed a little help. I think that sentence <laughs> could have used a little, could have used an adrenaline shot to get it back up on its feet. Uh, it kind of got away from you there. I would say. Yep. Do you think this? Do you think the super is definitely? I mean, the flower shop people and and, and the Mario Brothers could just be renting from the same person. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're necessarily affiliated with the flower shop. Yeah, I don't think it's entirely uncommon that the bottom floor shop is the owner of the building. Yeah. Much like Luke. Yeah, in Gilmore Girls, or in um Star Wars. Yeah, there's a there's a deleted Luke, scene in Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Luke owns Luke a building, owns a, a flower shop, um, and two Italian plumbers are his upstairs neighbors. <laughs> Space Italian. Yeah. Are you okay? No. Um, I'm dead. Do you think um the Mario Brothers would have joined the rebellion? <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, we'll see throughout this film that. Yeah. 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 I think they'll lead a rebellion, but against the um, against the Star Wars Empire specifically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing: it's too common in movies to do this whole flower shop gay innuendo. Yeah. Like what? I mean, I could have done without it for sure. It's tiring. Yeah. Flowers are like a plant. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's tiring. It is tiring. I also just watched an Adam Sandler movie, and oh, it was sure. it, it it went very hard on gay innuendo. Like yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was Little Nicky. Oh sure, you, I haven't seen that one since it came. You out. like Adam Sandler? I have a I have a complicated history with Adam Sandler. Anyway, and you don't get to fucking. I'm, I'm the two of us. I'm the one who's actually gay, so you don't get to. You I don't know. get to lord that above me. I know because you're so enlightened that you don't like Adam Sandler. No, I keep trying though. I want to see what you see. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna say Adam Sandler is good. I'm gonna say uh, he's been with me since my childhood, and I have at this point I would call a fascination with the man. Yeah. Um. Do you think in the rest of the minutes? For the entirety of the rest of Super Mario Bros., this will be the worst uh, uh, gay joke that they do. Um, or do you think there will be another that will trump this? You know, it's tough to say. Yeah. Uh, Given the time that it is in, it is 1993, yeah. which is a real danger zone. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to say no, unfortunately. I'm going to say there's going to be something, something. Something worse. Although, I mean, I don't know. We, I, I watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies recently, and they, they got to the movie with only having one kind of bad moment for that sort of thing. Hmm. What was it? Uh, it's something Casey says. Oh, I figured it was Casey. Yeah. In my brain, I immediately went, it's got to be Casey. Yeah, he's a thug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, my, one of my last notes here is Mario saves the day. Mario does save the day. Yeah. We had a, there's a bit of a moment where I, I this time I could not understand Mario's New York accident. Accident. <laughs> He had a New York accident. Yeah, he had a New York accident. <laughs> it's it's summertime again in the podcast studio, and when that fan goes off so we can record, whoo, it heats up in it's here. It's too hot. Um, Mario says he saves the day. He comes, and, and truly, truly, genuinely saves the day. Um... Because let me tell you, Luigi, Luigi, um, it's so hot. You're so close. We're almost <laughs> I done. Know. I know. Um, as as um, so, sort of charming as Luigi was, I would say he was mostly creepy and off-putting in this moment. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Daisy, I'm I'm walking away. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not getting in that van. Sure as hell. Um, but then Mario comes in and, and does, I would say, successfully smooth things. He's very charming. Mm-hmm. He uh, he does a little bow. He says, and if you need a, if a ride or something that will help you, I invite you to kindly in, walk into the van. I thought he said back, though. Yeah, he said, if it, would, if it would help you out, please step into the van. And that's the last moment. And he does a little sort of bow with a wave. It's yeah, very nice. Pretty good. Um, pretty good stuff do you think um do you think it's possible to just sort of uh raisin up because all the sweat has left your body at once <laughs> not that quickly okay it would take like i'm an, picturing a sort of indiana jones in the last crusade looking thing where your body just rapidly shrivels because it has nothing in it i think it'd have to be like an overnight situation yeah you think it is possible? <laughs> yeah, overnight. Over an eight-hour period as you lay sweating to death in a bed. Yeah. Your body... You ever sweat to death? <laughs> yeah, it's not good. 
Pugs. You ever please. rate and review us on iTunes? Yeah, I know. Uh, Art Garfunkel. What was that person's name? AKA Utensils. That's right. I thought it was Art Garfunkel, but it's AKA Utensils. Shout yeah, they left them. us a little review. That was nice of them. It was very kind of them. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at Super Mario Bros. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> I did it again. We got, we got the Super Mario Bros. At Mario Bros. Minute. Yes. That's what it is. And my personal Twitter is at Podcaster Andrew. I'm also on Instagram with that same name. Uh, you can give to our Patreon, patreon.com slash SMBM. We mentioned earlier... I got to think of a new song to sing when you say the word Patreon at okay. me. Because the urge is there, but I don't want to sing the song from our old show. Uh, it, Emily, you mentioned earlier our intro that isn't really our intro. What'd you call it? A pre-show? Yeah. Uh, that's If you subscribe on Patreon, you get access to those scant minutes yeah. before we actually start the show where we talk about just whatever's in our brains. And it could be anything. Um, I mean, we always do that a little bit at the start, at the top of the show as well. There's the pre-show, then there's the top of the show, then there's the show show. Yeah. But I mean, before we even say welcome to the Super Mario Bros. Minute, yeah, 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 we say yeah, yeah. we say whatever we want because mm-hmm. it don't matter. And that's all on Patreon if you go and give even just a dollar. Uh, and if enough you give, we'll do another bonus thing where we talk about the Super Mario Bros. Super Show. Yeah, that'd be very good. I'm excited for when we can do that. You can follow me on Twitter at VeryCoolEmily. You can um, go to BenViewNetwork.com and check out all the great shows on there. I'm on some of them. Andrew's on some of them. Oh, yeah, I got that new one called Nothing New. Nothing. You've you've got, ironically, disproving the name of the show. Yeah. Because the show is something new. (laughs) Nothing New, a remake podcast. That's me and Justin every month talking about a, a remake. Did you drop that first episode yet? Yeah. What's it about? The Mummy. You watched the 32? Yep. Was that, did I? Yeah. And the 17? Yeah. Did you watch the Fraser? I We didn't watch that one specifically. But you're aware of it. But we talked about it a little bit because, of course, we had to talk about it a little bit. That new one's real bad. Yeah, we talked about how bad it is. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm going to go to sleep now. You can handle the rest of the talk. All right. And you know what? You should remember, trust the fungus. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.